0: The last time we checked in with George Esquivel, the CEO, the uh, co-founder of uh, Four Corners Brewery, we were talking about coming out of COVID and the business. The next thing I know, he owns the company again. It was really a great story. Constellation Brands uh, bought the company back in 2018. These are the people that do um, Modelo and Corona and Pacifico. And now you're buying it back. George Esquiville joins us again. It's good to have you with us.
1: Thank you so much for this opportunity. So, um, is it pleasure.
0: done yet? Are you closed?
1: It's done. As of June first, we are independent uh, as a brewer again, and um, just a really unique opportunity to um, bring back the bring the band the, the band back together, uh, the brand back home and its assets and um, all the uh, all the things we need to do uh, to to continue building the brand.
0: Well, I mean they they sort of left you alone. I mean it seemed like for the what 5 years that they owned you. Well, yeah, the, you know,
1: there's uh, certainly, you know, we're we're part of of uh, the constellation team, so uh, all the kind of the back-end work of the finance and legal and regulatory and all those uh, resources were there, but as a as a brand, they you know allowed us to, you know, maintain our culture, maintain, you know, the things that we were doing. I was still part of the business uh, throughout those five years um, in the, as a the marketing lead. And uh, my co-founder partner, uh, Steve Porcari, was uh, in the operations side of the business. So uh, we've been very close for, for the longest time. Um, our third partner, <clears throat> our co-founder, original co-founder, Greg Leftwich, um, didn't come along for the Constellation ride, but is always very close to the, to, yeah. Uh, yeah, to the business.
0: You know, with hindsight, could you have made it through COVID without Constellation Brands? Because a lot of your brethren didn't.
1: No, it, that was a very tough time. So we're absolutely grateful that we, yeah, you know, we had the, you know, the backing of uh, Constellation the brands at that time. Yeah, a <laughs> uh, deep pockets. No, they were, uh, to, the yeah, truth be told, they were uh, ma- maintaining uh, to continue to pay our employees, even here at at our tap room. Um, so this is the hospitality side of the business that was being compensated during that time. And uh, that was, um, that was, we we're just incredibly grateful for, for that. Uh, but it would have been very, very tough.
0: So tell me what happens now. You're on your own again. You've got, your are established. We're over COVID. The crowds are coming back, I assume. Do you, do you grow?
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. There's still room for growth. You know, craft beer has um, seen declines uh, for a couple of reasons. Um, you know, out of COVID, you know, seltzers and really, uh, those really took off. Um, RTD, spirit-based, ready-to-drink beverages have, have uh, matured. Um, but people still love beer, and there's plenty of beer drinkers in Texas, and we're gonna focus in here on the North Texas area and Texas in general. There's still a lot of runway for us. There are many uh, people who have never um, had Four Corners beer, believe it or not, uh, even in you know, here in, in uh, the North Texas area. Um, so we think there's a lot of opportunity. Um, what we can do now is just move a lot faster, be a lot more fluid, and more um, responsive to where, you know, where the market is. Well, you've
0: got to be nimble, I would assume, because this is a really fickle crowd. I mean, I've tried to follow it, and, and they, they went you know, they went sort of to hard seltzers and then uh, to vodka and then all of a sudden uh, rum, but, but now uh, tequila uh, is hot. Oh, sure. And they just keep moving around.
1: It's interesting. Younger consumers, um yeah, for my generation and you know, I'm I'm here in my 50s, but when I was a you know, a legal age drinker, it was all beer. It was always beer. Yeah. And on a special occasion or something, maybe there was wine or something else, and spirits maybe potentially somewhere I have a margarita or something, but young consumers are flocking to everything. Every it's they want variety and it's really occasion-based. Uh, decisions and so it's up to us to adapt to to that nature um, and just really you know uh, broaden our appeal as a, as a brewer and, and really flex our creative muscle to um, to accommodate that
0: you know and, and the allegiance is not there I, I was just dumbfounded to see bud light this big established brand hmm. suddenly lose i think they've lost 25 percent of their market share now i mean it was tied to you know probably an ill-fated marketing campaign as the catalyst but it seemed to be happening anyway.
1: It was happening anyway. Look, yeah, we got to stay relevant, got to stay strong, and you have to innovate, um, even on a big base like that. Um, uh, so, yeah, you know, again, um, I think their core, core drinker is has has evolved, and uh, and you're not capturing new ones. So, yeah. you, you know, it's it's a pretty you know you start to, to wear that line pretty thin.
0: How did your former owner become? I think that's the top Modelo is yeah. the top-selling brand in the United are, States of what did, did that happen?
1: It just happened. I mean, uh, you know, it's it's they've been working at it, um, you know, for a couple of decades now. Really built, you know, the strong sales base for it, but um, have appealed to a consumer that you know uh, likes import beer. It's, it has high quality. It looks, you know, it looks fantastic um and i think that's really where you know they're they're on track they are and i guess the latest scans number one beer um, toppled um, bud you know bud out of that position and really they still have a lot of runway to go in the united states and i think that's where our opportunity came in uh, to take the company back is they're going to focus you know on that their entire enterprise is built around building these you know amazing big huge brands and uh, we're a very small piece of that business yeah i
0: mean that was really that seemed to be I'm sure that was one of those two-week-long marketing retreats where they came <laughs> up with this idea. But because, because they sold you, and then there was one out of Florida, uh, Funky Buddha. Funky Buddha, yeah. That, that they turned around and, and did the same thing with to sort of concentrate on this. So did you short your company? Did you buy it back for less than you got for it?
1: Well, like we can't disclose the the uh, uh, the financials on it, but we're look, we're just we're we're happy to be back in the driver's seat, and we think we can we can take um, you know fantastic you know the investments that have been made in the business have been on the operation side. We have fantastic brewing equipment. Um, we've been able to maintain um, a strong base of our employees and uh, who have been with us for you know almost since the beginning here. And um, so we think, yeah, you know, we have the we have the right mix here to to really make a, a go of it and uh, build on on the, um, the the brands that we've established so far.
0: So we're here at your tap room right now, and I and I see. Him. Some people getting ready for a wedding out there. That's right. So you 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 are an event location, too.
1: We do, yeah. So uh, this is something we we were doing at our original location. We wanted to build that. It, it's it's part of being part of the community here and supporting the community. And having that kind of just energy in the, in the building really makes it feel really good. Um, we're doing some new things as well. Um, with the departure from Constellation Brands, we're able to sell beer to go. So that's something new that we're going to be offering here, starting um, from the uh, tap one, room. From the tap room, yeah. So we weren't able to, like, if someone came in for a, a beer, we weren't able to sell them a six-pack to go. Uh, we we're, I think, we we're one of two breweries in the entire state. Uh, because, because of the parent. Uh, because of the parent. So TABC um, law uh, basically says that if you produce over 225,000 barrels of beer, you can't sell beer to go. Yeah. You're considered just a you know, you know, macro brewer. Um, and um, because we were tied with Modelo, uh, we were over that limit. We don't produce anywhere near 225,000 barrels of beer. I, we, <laughs> I, someday we will, and that'll be a fantastic day. But um, yeah, but uh, I'm able to offer beer to go. Okay,
0: to so now person. you're on your own, and and, and you've got some you got some liquidity. I, I, I assume. So what's the next step? Do you want to get more retail operation, or do you want to replicate the tap room, get into other states? Where-
1: yeah, and the hospitality is not our model. It's really about getting more beer out to, to more people to share at home and and at you know at their you know local establishments and um, just getting more just you yeah know, more distribution, broader distribution, more awareness around the brand is is what our our uh, objective is.
0: Well, uh, enjoy yourself. I mean, I, I know we've talked about this. They sort of left you alone, but I'm. Sure, it's nice not to have Big Brother, and assuming COVID doesn't come along again, and you don't need their deep pockets, you're probably better off for all this, right? I,
1: I we're happy to be back. No, this is a this is a yeah. We, it, there was, it was an opportunity that I just couldn't pass up.
0: Yeah, George Esquivel is the CEO of Four Corners Brewery and co-founder, and we wish you a lot of luck. Thank you so much. Thanks. Yeah. For more of our conversation, go to krld.com/ceo. I'm David Johnson. News Radio 1080 KRLD.